Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 61 of the Wrestling Journal Podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Zs on Twitter. What's going on, everybody? Joseph Crush here, joined by my beautiful people, NJ3. What's going on, buddy? Let me talk to you, all right? It's a fact of life. (laughs) We love wrestling, and we're going to talk it. We do. Absolutely. Nikki Noodles, Big Swole. What's up, buddy? I don't know about Big Swole, but Little Swole. <laughs> What's up, boys? Welcome back. Big Swole sitting right here, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's go. Good thing. Bad News, Tom Canale. Welcome back to Bad News Week. Again. I got a lot of bad news this week. <laughs> Just when the, uh, you have a, a nice smooth week of wrestling, fr- Friday comes. You hit right back in the biscuits. <laughs> Just It's kind of par with the course now at WWE, but uh we'll get into it um if you haven't already download us on uh apple podcast spotify google podcast amazon music stitcher anywhere you can download podcasts if you're on apple uh, give us that review and five-star rating um and before we get into wrestling a word from our sponsor nerd focus Oof, we needed that this week boys long week i don't know about you guys i had a long week this week was tough um, yeah. tough to get through yeah very uh it's getting a little muggy out it's getting a little gross i need that extra energy extra bit of energy nerd focus the best energy drink in the world proven we've had it we love it noodles are, noodles are drinking it right now is that blue or green what do you got? i got blue baby blue oh, nice. Sug- uh, sugar it, ma- it makes everything a little easier yeah there you go yeah, that's, why he, that's why he's swole today <laughs> and every day going forward after he drinks nerd focus well, you know what? I'll be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be catching Jersey, and I'll be catching up the the twenty four inch pythons of Hollywood Hogan. Oh, hey, Jer- Jersey, you're at like twenty one right now. You got like twenty one, twenty one and a half. No, not bad. Not bad. Centimeters, centimeters though, right? Not inches. No, no inches. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, now, if uh, if you check out our links in our bio in, in the WrestleBuzz bio, you'll see a, a, a link to click for nerdfocus.com. Click that. Use that. And then use code ND20 at checkout. You get 20% off. Also, if you want to buy two cases, you get free shipping of uh, of your of your order. Um, listen, they've been around with us for the past few weeks. Solid stuff. Uh, I We drink it every day. Uh, I re-upped. I'm, I'm, I'm all back. I'm re-upped on Nerd Focus. I got the blue and the green. So I'm, lo- I'm looking to do a little uh, a, a Nerd Focus cocktail. Mix it, mixing the green and the blue, making a little purple or whatever the code. We didn't figure that out last week. Yeah, so I forgot what it, yeah. 
my it's phone right. decided to crap out. That's all right. And uh, you know what? It's going to be good. Nerd Focus is the best energy drink in the world. Helps you think better, uh, perform better. It's not just for podcasting, right? It's for everything. Workout, life. sports, yeah. life. Swole mind, swole body. There you mm-hmm. go. There it's you go. I think, blue, I think blue and green gives you yellow, though. If I'm not mistaken. I don't know how that would make sense. How would blue and green make yellow? I don't know. I think it makes purple, dude. You think so? I have no idea. We're going to leave that to, up to the people and then hopefully. <laughs> yeah, right into the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nerd Focus. Like I said, link in the bio, code ND20 at checkout. And uh, enjoy it, people. It's a great drink. Um, also, Paper Champion. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Your boy is mm. coming back up to the top. Let's go. I'm 15 points behind this dumbass jersey here. Um, catching, wow. catching up to you. Yeah, a lot, style. Of, a lot of smack. Fantasy gets hostile. It does, bro. <laughs> you know how it is. 65 point week from from the Russell Buzzards. Um, I had a big week from Jimmy Uso. I had a big week from Alexa and Big E. Damien Priest hasn't been around. He got the cut, and we'll we'll go into who I picked up later because it's a return. Um, 65 points. I'm back. I'm, I think I'm in fifth place. Jersey are in fourth place. You know, still st- stellar week. A nice week. Well, Jay Uso needs to show up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I he don't doesn't know. show up. Can't, anymore. can't, can't believe the guy can't show up to work. No, it's the craziest thing. Do you, yeah, think you know what? It's the side we live in, right? You don't show up and get paid. Do you <laughs> think there's something behind that? I kind of want to talk about that. He didn't show up last night, and there was really no, unless I missed it, there was really no. I just think honestly, I just think he's taking like time off and using yeah, it a little storyline, just giving oh, okay. a couple of weeks off it's, just to it's, kind of. It's gonna, it's gonna fit the storyline perfectly though, because they're starting it. It's just, it starts off pretty damn good right now. Yeah. Um, Tommy, mm-hmm. Team BNC, you yeah. drop Bray, you picked yeah. up Riker. Yeah. How'd it go? How'd it work out for you first week? Uh, well, Riker, it might work out next week because him and uh, Elias are gonna be in a, well, I think a strap match or something. So yeah, hopefully that helps out. So I mean, hey. Better than with the goose egg I've been freaking for the whole freaking time so far. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, Bray, Bray will be back soon. Um, like I said, the paper champion. No, he's not coming back in September. He's the not paper, coming back. <laughs> the paper champion.com. Uh, fantasy wrestling done right. If you want to follow along, you could uh, check out our standings and follow our teams. I'm I'm the Wrestle Buzzards. NJ3 is the, uh, the click, I believe. And That's right, Bad News Canale is t- uh, Team BNC. Nikki Noodles does not have a team because he's a coward and didn't sign up, but it's okay next year. Um, a coward. Wow. Thepaperchampion.com. Fantasy wrestling done right. <laughs> Tom. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Tom, we'll, we'll save you for the next segment. Uh, okay. Joe Money question of the week. Guys, if you're not familiar with Joe Money question of the week, it's our good friend, Joe Money. He throws us a question every week. Kind of not on topic with or sometimes not on topic with what's going on currently in the world of wrestling. And uh, let's see what he has this week for us. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Well, my question for the week, I mean, I feel like it's obvious. We all know what happened 25 years ago this week. Stone Cold Steve Austin became Stone Cold Steve Austin. So in that span of 25 years, what's your favorite Stone Cold moment? It could be anything. Let me hear it. I want to know what that uh, rattlesnake said or what match or what he did that made you just love him so much because he still is probably the greatest character, greatest, I'm not going to say wrestler, but greatest character of all time. Um, Can't wait to hear it. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.
bunnies. They see the. All right. Boys, as you know, as Joe said, the 2025th was 25th anniversary of uh, Stone Cold's Austin 316 speech at the King of the Ring. Paying homage to the GOAT. Got it. 25 oh, years, insane. Yeah, wild. I feel so old. Mm-hmm. Um, you look great, though. It must be the nerd focus. It must be. Now, NJ3. Ooh. It was, it was a hard question, right? A lot of a lot a lot of picks. We'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, your your favorite um, your favorite moment from Stone Cold Jersey, Jersey. You had to narrow it down from like probably like a hundred. Yeah, I mean there was like a, there's a thousand <laughs> moments. So many gonna, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, every moment was a was a moment with Stone yeah. Cold. But um, I'm only gonna give one just because I want to hear you guys give yours. Um, I think I want to say it was right after WrestleMania 14. I think when he won the title. And he hit Vince McMahon with that very first stunner. Um, it blew my mind because you don't, you know what I mean? Like you, he put his hands on like the boss and like, yeah. you know, growing up as like in the early nineties to, you know, as you know, Vince McMahon started becoming Vince McMahon character. Um, he played that perfect boss that you just love to hate because he was just so relatable. Cause he was a piece of crap, <laughs> played the character. Good. We also knew about some behind the scenes stuff. So I'd be able to see like, our guy the blue collar guy you know give the boss a stunner the very first one i mean i don't really remember an instance where someone got that physical at least in recent memory well not 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 now obviously before back when yeah they got physical with instagram like that like on camera <clears throat> so i just thought that was just like a oh my god moment like did he really just stun vince mcmahon it was the start of um, you could argue like one of the greatest feuds in professional wrestling history, man. I mean that. Yeah, it is. It's certainly the most important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I, definitely the most important. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. On top of being like uh, a, a groundbreaking moment, it was like it was. It just it kind of made wrestling to what it was today. It kind of yeah. It, it was it was the it was the beginning of pop culture really, and and the stamp of how wrestling can be so impactful in the world. It would not be what it is today if it wasn't for those two. Yeah. Plain and simple. Oh, and it yeah. saved and it saved WWE or F or however you want to call it. But without that, yes, it, it might have been over at that point. Could have saved professional wrestling. Yeah. You never know. Uh, uh. You know, as a whole. Um, great, great, great choice there, Jers. Uh bad news. Mm-hmm. You're a stone cold guy. We know. Uh, there's a I lot mean, to choose from. There's a lot to choose from, but I think my old time favorite was he was out, I think it was after he got hit by the car by Rikishi, whatever he had to get neck surgery. And he came back and he was messing with Degeneration X all night. Like he was doing all this crazy stuff. And then The Rock came out. I remember it was on SmackDown. And The Rock was saying, no, I don't look like Stone Cold. I don't talk like Stone Cold. But he pointed to the Tynetron and Stone Cold was there. And I remember the whole arena went nuts. And he destroyed the DX Express. And it was just <laughs> my all-time favorite moment of Stone Cold. It was so oh, good. Great. great moment. Um. Noodles, I was gonna let you go last, but I'm I'm still I'm still flying. I want to I want to go last. Go ahead, Joey, hit us. <laughs> All right, I mean, there was so many. I mean, the beer bath. I think like, oh yeah, oh, so, I mean, iconic, yeah. legendary, it's iconic yeah. moment is the given. But I think, um, like he, I think Joe mentioned in the question, like we can mention matches as well and like stuff like that. I kind of as a whole, I think the lead up to uh, the WrestleMania uh, seven was seventeen match against The Rock with the mm-hmm. way uh, with the My Way promo and. The I mean the heel turn was it nine that uh, was seventeen right nine, 17, yeah. Yeah. yeah granted the the outcome the heel turn kind of made 
Yeah, it's arguably it's a debatable topic of was it the right move or not, but the worst, the worst, the worst thing ever to happen in wrestling. Yeah, so <laughs> leave leave outside the the outcome of the match, but just the lead up to the match, the 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 my way promo, the match itself oh, it was like, incredible. I mean, it happened the you, something we thought we'd never see, and is that Vincent and Stone Cold shaking hands? That was monumental. But what came after? that was we'll leave aside but i think yeah. the lead up to that match and the match itself in the moment was uh was my favorite i i go back and watch that my way promo mm-hmm. probably like twice twice a week I'm just um <laughs> maybe like once in a while but it's it's such a great thing and i wish they uh would be able to get the copyrights for that so they can play it on the network but they don't so you have to go to youtube and watch it but it's um, the best build ever to a wrestlemania match yeah i think it, it was great and two of the yeah. most iconic figures in wrestling coming to a head i just it was great love that love that, that, was, the, that was the second time they, they headlined mini though right together yeah, yeah. I think it was at that fif- point yeah yeah 15 17 and 19 i want to say or t- yeah i think I, something like that makes sense that, yeah but uh, yeah, that was my uh, my pick uh, out of the many of thousands of moments for Stone Cold. But uh, that was it. And noodles, you're up, buddy. What's up? Oh man, I mean, we could talk about we could talk about for hours the Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I um, think I know your favorite moment. I'm surprised. That's why I didn't say it for me. That's why I left it for you. Go ahead. Wh- go ahead. Wh- which one did you think it was, dude? Him and Mike Tyson squaring off. I mean, dude, you're a huge Tyson guy. Uh, I do that love was Tyson. Like the, for that sure. was like the that was that was awesome. Like pop pop culture and like wrestling that like almost that made wrestling that was certainly moments. a top 10 for me for sure absolutely I'm, i I figured you're mike tyson guy it's got to be it for him, him, and, him and <laughs> that, that was a damn good so one cold. that was in my that was probably my top five but i'm gonna go with something that that i remember vividly and we're not wasn't necessarily a match but it was a one of those moments that gets you jacked up when um he re, he came back he returned from uh, when the, after the invasion, and he came back oh, yeah. when the WWF guys were getting pounded, mm. and for about three minutes he came in the ring and was just hitting everyone with chairs, pool cues, stunners galore, and it was just like a game changer. And I was just incredibly jacked up after that. Like I love that shit when he would come in and just clean house and just beat everybody up. That was to me. That was I remember that one pretty vividly, and I, I very enjoyed that one very much. And when he ret- and when he came back and uh, helped Stephanie, when Undertaker put Stephanie mm. on the cross. Um, that was pretty iconic as well. Or what about any good? I mean, just throwing any return for Stone Cold, but like when he came back, when he helped Mankind win the title too. I mean, that was cool. That, that was awesome. That crowd pop was just mm-hmm. <sighs> another big one. Was when he he returned. Um, it was right. I think it was right after WrestleMania 2000 when Triple H was just on unbelievable runs and just going over every single time, and he was so pissed off that he would always win oh, and yeah. return the title. <laughs> but at Backlash when he wrestled The Rock and he came back, um, and he hit Triple H with the chair. And The Rock finally went over and won the title for the first time in a long time. It kind of yeah. put a little end to the Triple H run. That was just absolutely amazing. I think it was great. Like, he'd be out for what felt like years but as a kid, but, like, he was only, like, a few weeks. Because not seeing yeah, Stone yeah. Cold, not seeing Stone Cold, like, week after week was kind of like, where is he? But uh, when he come back after those couple weeks, just taking time off, I guess, or just doing whatever he's got to do, and then coming out. He was also like, hurt a lot. He got yeah, hurt a lot. He got hurt a lot. The, the glass breaks and everyone. As soon as you heard that, close. dude, it was just, it was yeah. everything that, that you wanted it to be, man. Just no, you couldn't get any more excited as soon as you heard that glass break. Uh, what a, I mean, people, it, I don't know. Like, you, you get a lot of the kids now and, like, saying how we defend like the attitude era like it's our life i mean like if they lived it i guarantee they'd they'd be the same way absolutely he was was, and stone cold was the reason behind that 
he uh is the best of all time greatest rest i mean like performer greatest character greatest, greatest character yeah. there's no question let's let's not go in ring perform but greatest like overall professional wrestling like what he's what professional wrestling is basically like everything all in one the greatest in my eyes so um short run but that was certainly the most impactful apps uh, dude by hands down i mean uh, it's very very good question by joe money as always um excited people today don't don't understand or or don't really understand what the time was like back then either you know things have things have evolved so much over these 25 years that you can't even evolve, begin to imagine evolve, what it was like when we evolve or evolved you know what i mean yeah mm. but uh it's you know just go back and watch it i mean you gotta if you live it <laughs> at a certain age and you understand what life was like back then man you'll appreciate it much more i guarantee it um Stone Cold, the greatest, mm-hmm. the greatest. Listen, so we we opened up the show with a, a nice warming topic. And Stone Cold talk is always good, right? We can go on for days about Stone Cold whole episode. On. Bad news. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome back. It's only been like two weeks, right? I mean, it hasn't been that long. Um, it seems like every month there's something. Yeah, we got some bad news this week. What do you got for us? I'm afraid I've got some bad. Well, you know, more releases this week, unfortunately, yesterday. And, you know, some pretty big names. I mean, not nothing like earth-shattering like the last few times, but some big names you had. You know, Breezango team, Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Got the axe. Uh, Ever-Rise, even though, you know, they weren't doing much in NXT. But they were, you know, their characters were funny. You know, yeah. they doing their backstage segments and everything. That was... So that kind of... And I don't know if you saw all the NXT people post on social media, you know, Ever-Rise rules, so... I don't think many of them are too happy about that. Then you got, you know, the, I'm just going to do a few. I'm not going to do all of them. You got the Bollywood boys. You know, they had their little run with uh, Jinder Mahal, you know, his, his, like, you know, his cronies, whatever you want to call them. Please refer to him as the modern-day Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> proceed. Yeah, you know, Tony Nese, you know, he had a nice little run at 205 there. Long Island boy. Long Island boy, yeah. 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 And this one was very surprising because I thought he had a good thing going with Drake Maverick, Killian Dane, which, you know, I mean, what the hell, man? I mean, they had a good thing going with that little tag team they had going, but it's just, you know, and and reports coming out, it wasn't Vince pulling the trigger on this. It was Mr. Nick Khan. So, I mean, I don't know what that's about. The guy seems like he's got a lot of clout. That Yeah. Is letting these like guys pull, pull, the, pull the trigger on that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, there's a total of 14 but those are the big names, and it's just, you know, it seems like every week someone's getting released or whatever. Just Like I said, unless they got something huge planned these next few months, I mean, and it's all for budget reasons, as they say. So, I don't know. just sucks. Sorry for these people losing their jobs, but unfortunately that's that seems to be the norm now in WWE. Yeah, so, all right, so the couple things I want to take from that. First of all, um, it sucks that. Guys, everyone, anyone gets fired. We just said, like Tom just said. Um, you mentioned Nakon, though. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw his quote that he said, or I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase it for you. He didn't care about current, uh, current like storylines they're in, who they're married to, their contracts doesn't matter. He's he'll let go of anybody. Basically, is what he's really? saying. Nobody is safe yeah. in Nakon's world. Basically, yeah. that's what. So right now he. According to um, online, the people on Twitterverse, he is the biggest heel in wrestling at the current moment. 
not, not not many people too fond of his him saying that. I don't know where they got the quote from. I didn't read into it too much, but uh, it was quoted by like reliable people that that's uh, something that he said. Look, Killian Dane's gone, married to Nikki Cross. We get like Alistair Black, uh, not Alistair Black, but like anybody you've seen, he's splitting up people. He doesn't care. Basically, is what he's saying. I just don't understand. Like, there's no reason in the world for him to say something like that. Though you make your decisions, and I mean that's fucking bullshit. My yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. So not a, not a good look if that's if that's true. Um. Well, we'll always say allegedly until we hear from the source. But um, another thing is we didn't. We I don't think we touched on it last week. I'm not sure if we were aware of it last week. Someone else that got fired was a was a writer that um. She came out and said this past week on a, on a podcast or uh, some sort of interview that she got hired without zero knowledge of she didn't know shit about wrestling, the, yeah. the, the WWE product. And she continued to say, uh, name, try to name wrestlers and called Bobby Lashley, Bobby Ashley. And she's like, I should Not probably good. know his name. He is the champion. Right. I was like, maybe. I don't know. Not good. Um, but so oh. she came out and said that and she got fired probably for what she said, making the, like looks like she made the WWE look dumb. Mm-hmm. so pretty much <laughs> very interesting um nj3 a lot went on yesterday it was a friday yeah somebody call it the future endeavor friday i don't know we'll uh we'll leave that up to the to the iwc but um a couple people left that we we were into a couple of these guys and i don't know were you big ever eyes guys i feel like you weren't but i was i, I mean i was getting on board I, I like the fact that they were uh, like a comedic act that wasn't a part of the show. But if you were into like following them on social media, they're always on t- on the NXT Twitter. Yeah. So like, there's some times where it's nice to get like that additional content outside of the show. You know, we always see, we speak about it every week. Like NXT is is it for me? Number yes. one, two hours of wrestling every week. Hands, I love it. Hands down, too. Yeah, I I love it. So t- I like hands down. <laughs> Um, I, say, I, know, I know you guys can't see that. That's actually pretty funny, though. Um, so to see two guys that really embraced that kind of like that silly backstage role, took advantage of like the social media, um, played to their characters, knowing they weren't going to be taken seriously in the ring as the best wrestlers, but just enjoyed what they were doing. That's tough, yeah. right? Because you kind of need that once in a while. And it's nice that they weren't taking up screen time from tag teams that are trying to like actually develop, but they were a good they were good. Almost like I like to use the word palate cleanser. If you were, you know, you know, watching all the social media and whatnot, I like they were that they were the pre pre show. Like that was funny. It was like before, before NXT um, in your house, they were the pre pre show. That's cool. Like that's good stuff. I mean, were they making that much money that you you, you couldn't, you could maybe save them and let someone else go. I mean, I don't know. I guess to be, to be argued. Um, But it was tough, you know, to see those guys go and see anyone go. It's become almost the norm now. I mean, are they are they like semi cleaning house in this way to kind of reset the mold of before they kind of go back on the road and really kind of set up a new WWE? I mean, we we can argue that it's needed. It just sucks that people's jobs come at the cost of hitting the reset button. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of the two hundred five live guys are, are uh, Davari, Kurt Stallion, like Tom said, Tony Nese. Yeah. So they, it's NXT and two hundred five live seems to be getting the the brunt of it this time. Um, maybe two hundred five live's done, like the show itself. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know the direction they're going in. Um, Breezango kind of like it was almost like inevitable with them. I think. I think they they had their title fourteen years. Fandango yeah. fourteen Pro- years. professionals though professionals absolutely like they can carry, yeah they're the, they're like the perfect guys that like when you need to tell a story and stuff like that and you want to put people over those guys get the job done man yeah those guys were legit at what they you know again they were never really anything crazy but 
they had they had their role and they played it well. Yeah, dude, think- and, and Tyler Breeze, man. I mean, dude, the selfie funny stick shit, with that, like, dude. funny dude, shit. He was Prince Pretty. I mean, like his theme music when he was a solo <laughs> guy, like those were fun times in NXT. It's not the same NXT as today when he was, you know, doing that stuff, but it was still very enjoyable. I loved yeah. his run. I, w- I I thought maybe we would have saw more out of Tyler Breeze, like when he, I mean, the main roster thing was the furry cool. boots and everything. <laughs> yeah, like, it was great. Yeah. I actually loved dude, it. it was, um, yeah. I met Breeze, man. He he was cool as shit too, man. Super nice guy. Like loved wrestling. Like ah, sucks. Yeah, it sucks, man. It, it definitely does. Uh, Killian Dame is also like a, a a good big work, like a big guy worker. Him and Drake, I think Tom mentioned, like him and Drake Maverick had like a nice little tag team going, like a, a underdog it, it, underdogish tag team uh, that you could root for. But I mean, it just. It, they always had matches on NXT. Like they yeah. were like a part always, of the main yeah. product for a long time. Yeah. And then you just to pull the plug on it. Like that is kind of tough to me anyway. It's crazy. So I don't know. Uh, I got a question for you guys. Uh, yeah. Do you guys think with, uh, with all these, with all these cuts and, you know, we presume most of these guys are getting cut for monetary and budgetary reasons and stuff like that. Do you think a lot of that has, some of that has to do with at least, you know, some of these bigger stars that they have, maybe contracts coming up, you know, Jersey alluded to, you know, getting a huge reset here, right? I mean, maybe bringing in new talent down the line, maybe having to pay these guys more to keep some of the bigger talent that they have now. What kind of direction do you think that that plays in, into some of these decisions that they're making and maybe, you know, trying to get Lesnar coming back? You know, that's not, that's going to be a pretty penny. You know what I mean? That ain't going to come cheap. Well, how do you know when, Ro- when Roman's contract's up or Becky Lynch's contract's up or Seth Rollins' contract's up? Like, they're not going to let those guys go to AEW or anything like that, right? So do you think, because so, I, I can't imagine, you know, Jersey was saying a, I can't imagine a lot of these guys making tons of money, right? I mean, these are pretty low-level guys. You know, we've seen some leaks on, you know, who makes what. And I remember seeing one time, like, Liv Morgan was, like, making, like, $85,000. And she's pretty prominent, you know, on the roster. But I can imagine that some of them aren't making anything close to that either. I think with with uh, people are, are automatically assuming, like, with Cena coming back and because uh, he's been all over Jimmy Fallon, stuff like that, like, basically saying he's going to be back soon. Um, the Rock possibly potentially showing back up. Are they clearing money to get them on board? I don't know. Like, it doesn't. I mean, maybe like they're not doing anything with these people, right? You, I mean, you are giving them a free check for the most part, right? At the end of the day, because if you're not going to maximize, you know, their abilities or take a chance with somebody new, then I guess it does make sense not to pay somebody, right? I mean, at the end of the day, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're not going to give people up, op- you know, opportunities, and then, then really, there's no really reason to pay. Anybody. So, so I wanted to tell you. Um, Last night I came across this uh, Sean Ross Sean Rossap at Fightful. Uh, he has a an ongoing like resource list that's constantly updated of like contract expirations, and uh, a couple of guys that that are fall twenty twenty one seems to be a, a few guys that are um, coming to an end. Here. I know your boy Sami Zayn signed a three year deal in twenty eighteen, which ends in fall twenty twenty one. Uh, Ford, um, Street Profits end in December 2021. Shelton Benjamin 2021. Uh, anyone else that makes sense? No, there's not I mean, as far as what they have listed here. No one really big in t- any ending this year that they'd have to like compensate for. All the big guys are through 2023, 2022. Uh, so they got those, a lot of those guys in the fold then. Yeah, I mean there there isn't not everyone's name is on here either. So like. Right, right. Um, it, it's not necessarily true. And the big one here, Undertaker, twenty thirty four. <laughs> yeah, but and you know he's getting paid a pretty good grip, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, you're, we're gonna we're gonna 
guess every time these releases happen, what is it actually for? Uh, is there a sale coming? We don't know. I don't know. I, people speculate a lot of things, so it just sucks. I just can't. I can't. I just can't envision Vince selling. I feel like he 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 would go down with the ship before he had mm-hmm. to get to that point. My personal opinion. I think the it, guy's I, got way too much pride. Way too much pride. Yeah, and just seeing a few things like a sale doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't like still run the show. It just he doesn't have to deal with all the. The, like if it fails, it's like he doesn't lose money. Not fail, but if they if they start losing money, he's not losing money. He's always going to get paid a certain yeah. amount. It's kind of like Dana. White I guess yeah, that's yeah, fair. Very fair. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I would assume if it did get sold, it'd be to a group and not to like it wouldn't be like a, a single person coming and buying them. I think it'd be like a a group that kind of just yeah. does the fi- deals with the finances and leaves it up to Triple H, Vince, and the family to run. Right, right. Still. Yeah. Uh, he's, 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 you know, like he's, he's made a lot of great decisions as far as making WWE a lot of money. But at the same time, he's kind of backed himself into a corner for content capabilities. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of the PG stuff and being on these prominent networks, the, the envelope can only be pushed so far. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I was a lot of tweets that were uh, very vague tweets that got sent out yesterday. Where uh, I was almost on the like assumption that Keith Lee was getting the cut, and uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised at this point, and I just hope not. We don't know yet. What I know they're going through some sort of like legal battle right now with his name, so kind of like it's kind of was like pointing finger, like pointing signs, like there's like cop trademarking his name or something like that. I saw a link pop up over the like over the over the uh during the week that WWE and Keith Lee are like fighting for trademarks for his name. Not a good Holy sign. Shit. Yeah. So we'll that's see. not good. Yeah. Um Jer- Jersey was as big as Keith Lee guys it was. I I I don't I don't get it. <clears throat> um <laughs> it's just crazy. Like you don't get a talent like that that's so polarizing um, huge, that was, huge that athletic was, specimen, and he and he spoke so well on the mic and his theme music. The original, you know how I felt about his original theme music, and yeah. the newer version is not bad, but it wasn't the same. Um, I want to bask in the glory always. Mm. Yep. Um, and it just—it's a missed opportunity. Now, if is he hurt right now? I I I guess so. I don't know. Are they saving him yeah, for the draft, and he's going to go yeah. right to SmackDown? I hope so. Because he he had that one tweet. I think we mentioned it. Like he's like, I want to tell you guys what's happening, but I can't right now. Like, I'm like yeah. again, it's not a good sign. Like no. he can't tell us. Like, and his, his real name is SmackDown. obviously is Keith Lee, right? Like that's his real real uh, life name. I don't know. I think it is. It's possible. I have no idea. I know it's been like his working name for. It's amazing. Like Vince would try to try to. Take property of someone's real, like real life name. Like, how do you? That's, I mean, what the that's hell? That's what he does. John, he owns John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Keith Lee. That's his. According to Wikipedia, yeah, it's, it's Keith Lee. It's wild. Uh, who knows? I man. mean, I don't know. To, to your original question, Nick. I mean, for me, I just think it's they. They don't. They get into these weird tiffs, right? Where things look really good, profits are good and are going well, and they're just signing a bunch of people, right? And they're just putting a lot, a lot of money out there. And then when things kind of turn a different corner, ratings go down for a couple of weeks, stuff's going on. They get like nervous and they're very reactionary. Yeah. Um, very I quickly. Reac- that, reactionary is like the best word, like super reactionary. You know, reactionary. And I just think, you know, sometimes they don't, I guess, get the temperature of like what's going on in real life. Like right now we have the NHL playoffs. We have NBA playoffs. We have the world opening up again. So ratingship I mean, is everything's down. going on at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Viewership is different now. It's not, you're not going to get those 12, 20 million viewers on a Monday night because there's a DVR. I, I never watch Raw on Mondays. Never. It's always it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to tune in live all the time. Yeah. If you have, you know what I mean. And we all have. Everyone has a life. Yeah, and if you guys say something in the group chat, all right, I'll, I'll pop on really quick. But like, I'm not watching the show from start to finish on a Monday night. I don't do it. 
Um, yeah, tough. So I just think they I just give, think they haven't given us a reason to, right? I mean, when we were younger, you knew what to expect. You tuned in religiously. Granted, we were younger with less responsibilities, but they got they haven't earned that right for us to be tuning in and making something must see TV live. They haven't done that. Well, I mean, everyone binges TV. Everyone watches Netflix. Yeah, 100%. Everyone's watching Hulu, Disney Plus, Paramount, Peacock. I mean, on, it's, on, there's on, so on. many different avenues. The, Absolutely. Yeah, you can watch entertainment now wherever you go. Back in the day, it wasn't like that. You had very limited choices. So I think that watch it. I watch it in a car on the, the way to the work. We're in. It's fucking crazy. So yeah. that's my two cents for your question. Thank you. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> it was like five cents. But uh, oh, my stuff is really probably worth a dollar at least. Yeah, say a dollar fifty. Um, True. Yeah, just a shitty time. I mean, like, listen, they have they. It's not like they're not they're getting rid of talent and then leaving like whole empty holes there. They're signing other people, so maybe they just want a refreshing for like this this last group of guys that got that got released. There's replacements there that guys were seeing on NXT show up, and it's not just like a, a hole left. Like, I don't know. Just with the it Alistair- would be nice to see them take some chances with these people, though. Like, yeah. Just try something at least sometimes, right? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you can explore. But like, it's got to be more than two weeks, though. You know what I mean? Like, give something a chance to marinate a little bit before you say, "All right, this ain't gonna work." And I know it's hard without a crowd to really see and feel what's really going on. But yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, these people. I mean, clearly, he, they just sit on Twitter all day and just watch what's going on there, and then make the reactionary calls. Yeah. It's just really frustrating. I don't know. Unfortunately, uh, it's just the way of life. Currently, this past few months with WWE, just what they, what they, what they're doing. So, out, kind of out of our, out of our control at this point. Um, into wrestling, into actual wrestling. We are uh, a week removed from Hell in a Cell. I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Like complaints. Roman didn't show up. He was on Friday. It was like it was like a Hell in a Cell weekend almost. It was a Hell in a Cell match on Friday, Sunday, and then Monday night. Uh, pretty wild. Um, I mean, it was good. I like it wasn't like a a groundbreaking show. Um, Tommy, anything stick out for me from Hell in a Cell? I know I want to get into the other stuff, but just because uh, we should. Um, I mean, the main event, you know, Lashley and McIntyre was great, but that finish was kind of weak for me. I mean, it was a roll up. You know what yeah, I mean? Roll kinda, up in Hell in uh, yeah, I mean, that kind of that kind of you know kill it for me. But the match overall, I mean. Brutal. The guys going back was brutal as anything, but to end on a roll up, just like eh, you know, so it's such a great, feud, such a great feud to to end on, yeah. on a fucking roll up. Really yeah. disappointing. What, is it like the the go to like well, they didn't want to make Drew look so weak? Like, yeah, but then have MVP get involved and and, and have him do something, right? I mean, telling a cell, bro, they're yeah. locked in the cell. Yeah, I mean, could have bashed him against the cell, oh, or whatever, fall off again, or whatever. What a fucking roll up. Come on, how many times? How many times do we have to use that excuse? They want, they don't want to make them look weak. Like how? It's fucking professional wrestling. What know. it is, dude? It's what it is. I know. It just whatever. A roll up though. Uh, I mean, fuck. Yeah. Main main event of a, of a great pay per view, and that's that's how it goes. Oh, disgusting. George Bailey versus uh, Bianca was good. What do you think? Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it was great. This this show to me was like such a solid B show. Like when I watched <laughs> it, like it was like it wasn't there was to me there wasn't like this this groundbreaking oh my god this was the, the pay-per-view but it wasn't like this wasn't bad it was so solid of a b to me yeah um but bianca and uh, bianca and bailey i mean dude that kod on the on the ladder was, oh, that was awesome. awesome amazing brutal yeah shout out to the two of them that, came with that spot and taking that spot oh my Absolutely. god dude bianca's bianca's it man she's legit she's 
she's yeah, legit. She's deal. Um, she's awesome. And I know this is not going to be popular with you guys. I thought the Alexa Bliss match was almost unwatchable. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know you guys love her. And I mean, no, she, obviously, she, she's for great obvious part. reasons, they are doing so wrong with her character. Yep. And I mean that in a way that if you can't have Bray on TV, have her literally be the Bray Wyatt. Like everything he was doing, he never manipulated people's mannerisms to do stuff out like don't do that stupid shit like that's not cool like you want to mess with the lights you want to mess with their head you want to play mind games i'm all for that yeah dude having having her take over nia Jax's body come on dude there's points of wrestling that we know it's a little bit over the top then there's that yeah or yeah. reggie yeah. dude have, have her wrestle in with the red light on have her yeah. turn fiend like yeah. what was that not good that's what it was yeah, i'm it sorry but i know i know you guys no. are right i, I no, can't defend yeah. it it's yeah. not good it's, yeah. not, it's not on her though either so yeah, no, it's not no, like, i don't blame, yeah. I don't blame her for a second it's on her but it's they can't present that product that's just shit absolute garbage so it's a waste of her fucking talent seriously as far as like buying into a character and what she's able to portray in, in, in her believability aspects she's incredible she could be an, she could be an actress like a legit one with what she's able to do and she's a, good, a solid worker but it's like they always find a way she should have been in a few with charlotte up. it should have been with charlotte mm-hmm. and it would have made so much sense to pull Charlotte away from the main title to kind of i don't know what the hell they're doing with rhea ripley i don't yeah. like this tweener and, and, and really put a really put a stamp on alexa and where she can go you know what i mean mm-hmm. crazy after being gone for so long on top of that yeah, but they hire writers. I don't even know the champion's name. So yeah. they'll see. They'll see once fans come back, they ain't gonna get a great reaction out of this election. They can't do half the shit they do anyway with the fucking like. They have to take a step back, and it's gonna be because they like a lot of the stuff they do pre-production with her, like the transporting and like fucking lights and all this shit. So like, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a wake-up call once once fans come back with the, the stuff they're gonna have to take a toll back on with her with her character and and the reaction they're gonna get from a live crowd ain't gonna be good so they'll it'll be a rude awakening if they think this is gonna last um it just sucks for alexa she, we know the talents there we know what you can do and uh, kind of just shake your head and move to the next one i guess i don't know it's tough um if the, if the crowd starts turning on alexa you know it's bad because i feel yeah. like she's got more rope than pretty much anybody at this point you know what i mean yeah that good uh well uh We'll see what we got a couple weeks left till fans come back. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully hang on strong here. Got to hang on strong. Hopefully, uh, (laughs) But no, to be honest, getting into raw, I mean, raw was good this week. I don't know what you guys thought. I thought it was very, very enjoyable. Very weirdly enjoyable. So definitely a big step up, man. It was, it was nice. You know, like I mentioned earlier, we had the the hell in the cell between Lashley and uh, Woods, but just further along that storyline, kind of making Kofi uh, really good for Xavier though too, yeah. man. Getting getting some some rub, man, because those guys have been paying their dues for a long time. Woods is legit. Uh, I hope he yeah, gets some sort sure. of single run of some sort down the line. Um, he could, he can he, the past few months he's been in these singles matches has really been showing up. Um, but there's a lot of uh money in the bank qualifier matches, and I think that's what kind of made the show for me at least a little better. Um, right now, heading into uh money in the bank from the men's side, which is kind of the show what they showcase more on, on the show. Uh, Riddle, John Morrison, and Ricochet from the Raw side are, are in the that's match, fantastic. And then we, we have a, a loser's uh rebuttal. I don't know what the fuck they're giving them. Last chance match. I forgot what they're called. Yeah, um, yeah. Between AJ, Randy, Orton, and Drew McIntyre. I mean, that's a fucking triple threat. Wow. That's a main event. Um, 
that's for the last spot on the raw side. And then on the men's side, we got KO or Sam. Or, so we have Big E officially, and then KO and Sammy are going next week for the another spot. And then it's, it's going to be eight spots total. So there's two more spots open, probably from the SmackDown side. Um, right now for the men's, what I wanted to ask you guys, any early predictions for uh, who you think should come out on the men's side for the money in the bank? Like what makes sense like for booking and like who who should really come out? I'll go with you, NJ3 first. I mean, when did you go in? Is that your question? Is to, to win to win the money in the bank? Like, who do you want to see win? Yeah, who do you want to see hold the oh, money okay. in the bank? You have to like, I'm not going full prediction, but like, who do you want to see? Who makes the most sense for you to to hold the money in the bank briefcase? I think it's Big E. I yeah. mean, it, for me, it just makes the most sense, right? They put him to SmackDown. They broke up the new day for him to be a single star. You can argue that I don't think he's kind of. I mean, in my opinion, he hasn't hit that that point yet. But what better way than to kind of solidify that than put the money in the bank briefcase in his hands, right? Because at least then, then you know that he can be in and out of the main event storyline until it's time to kind of cash in. I think that just makes the most sense, right? Um, in my opinion, I think that's great. I mean, I'd love to see personally Ricochet, but I know Big E being in that match is probably the guy and he's never been in a money in the bank ladder match before. So what better way to be your first one and actually win the thing? So. That's what I'm. That's my uh, my opinion. And he's got to go to Raw, even though I know that New Day's on Raw. He's got to go to Raw. Roman Reigns. Yeah, actually, keep him away from Roman Reigns. Yeah, I actually see that rumor popping up that Biggie might be moving to Raw for the draft. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and also, really quick to your Xavier Woods point, yeah. I love Woods, but he'll never get out of Kofi's shadow being in a tag team with him. Well, you know what I mean, Kofi? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's tough because Kofi is getting that is getting that rub, and it's great to watch him do it. But when you see Woods get that match, the match was high profile, but you know he's not beating Bobby Lashley. No, no. And you know that Kofi will be the one to stand out out of the two of them. And like you said before, Woods is that guy. He can be great. He just needs that opportunity. But, you know, being third in New Day and now being second in New Day, I don't know, man. It might be time to kind of split them up so we can really show what he can do. I think so. Um, bad news. Mm-hmm. Any uh, any picks for the uh, the money in the bank? Who you want to see in the money in the bank? Win the Personally, money I love to see Ricochet. I think they could <clears> use <throat> if they used him like they used him down in NXT. I think the sky's the limit for him. So I mean, I doubt it's going to happen. But man, to get a win over AJ like that—that's come on. That's got to be big for him. You would think, right? Big, yeah, yeah. So, I think so. I mean, yeah, that's that's my pick. Hope you know. I mean, I like I said, doubt it will happen, but it'd be cool to see. For me, usually there's really like I kind of like to see um, heels hold the money in the bank. I think it works out better for them, and not that it won't for a babyface, but like I feel like, and I don't know who's gonna love this. I feel like Sammy somehow gets in the match and holds that money in the bank. I think <laughs> he'd be, I think he'd be perfect for it in my eyes, but. uh Noodles. Anyone that sticks out to you, one of them. Sammy would be perfect to, to have the have the briefcase, and when he cashes in, the lose. <laughs> mm. Or like Ricochet, if Ricochet had it, it's like we've seen like CM Punk in the past cash in as a babyface, but turn heel in the match, like kind of like do it in the, like a Weasley way. Maybe Ricochet yeah. that character change to to turn heel. That would be good, good for him. Big E, yeah, I'd mean, I'd be totally cool with it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind Riddle too, man. I'm a big Riddle guy. I love Riddle. Riddle. Um, he had a huge win over Drew. I mean, come on, man. That's pretty, pretty damn impressive. Um, but I, I, I do agree wholeheartedly with Jersey. I think Big E would probably make the most sense because you can go a multitude of different ways with his character. You know, he can go heel. He can be face. 
And, you know, the believability factor, obviously, right? I mean, doesn't get much more believable than the dominance that Big E can bring to the table. Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I would I would actually prefer Big E to win. And, and like Jersey was saying, too, you know, they're trying to make this guy a, a big, big single star. What better way to do it than, you know, to have him have it and then use it whenever he feels fit, pretty much. Going into this, uh, from what we're seeing right now, and I, I think I've said this maybe a couple of years ago, this is one of the, the more higher profile uh, money in the bank matches we've had in a long time. I think uh, you got a lot of big names in there. A lot of guys that could win and uh, that could get, uh, didn't get a major push out of it, which yeah, is nice. So a lot of deserving riddle, Big E, ricochet. Uh, yeah. I mean, a couple of guys just named right there. just like that could really uh, benefit off holding this briefcase and changing their career. So uh, it's exciting to see where they still have a couple spots left. So see who else gets it. And uh, I'm pretty stoked. <clears throat> The women's, it's, I mean, there's, you only have eight women in the roster anyway, so they're all going to get in. I mean, I don't, wanna, I don't even want to talk about like it, to be honest. Yeah, so <clears throat> we'll, we'll save that for another time. Um, you only have eight women, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I hate to stick on New Jersey, so I don't, I don't want to bring up a little bit. Eva Marie and, and oh, uh, on Raw. and <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> we had a, 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 na- a name drop. No pun intended. Do drop. Do drop. drop. Yeah. So well, that's a duty. That's, that's a that, that whole lot of storyline is fucking duty. That's a duty possibly, drop. Possibly, possibly the worst name change in history of fucking wrestling. And there's been there's been some doozies. Yeah. So I mean, like, I think I texted you guys this, but like when when they the 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 name change itself, she was trying to tell her say her name is Piper. You could see it. She was like mouthing Piper Niven, and then Eva's like, no, we'll call you Dewdrop. Kind of like that. So the, the what the fuck does that even mean, though? I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound intimidating. That doesn't sound cool. That's fucking retarded. Yeah. So that um that turned into uh their tag match, which do drop kind of almost like turned on Eva the first yeah. night they had a match together. Very confusing. Um, oh, is, she, is she gonna drop the name? I have, I have no idea. Um, NJ three. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with a double question here. Sure. Man. We had we had Eva Marie and Dewdrop, right? And then we had Nikki Cross in the same night debut her uh, her superhero gimmick. Um, the right direction you want to see in the change. I mean, we, we want change in the women's division, right? There, yeah. is, this, is this the direction you want to see going? <laughs> you, you know what it is? I don't like to. So, right. I bashed the Eva Marie debut the first week it happened. But I was hoping that they would give us some sort of explanation the week after. Hmm. They were backstage. I'm happy that there was some sort of um, interview backstage to kind of just provide a little bit more context around it, but they still missed. Mm. They still missed. Like, what's the origin of Dewdrop? What does that mean? Like, what is that? Also, you have her, you have this huge thing go on for how many months do we watch these, these vignettes to see her get rolled up, to see them split up on the second time. I mean, that's not give Divas a chance. That's just fucking blow it up. Yeah. Like, that's what that is. I mean, I, I, how do you explain that? Like, where do you go from here? Now, I know that she's on the alumni page, Eva Marie, but she's also come out and says, don't don't read into the fake news. So yeah, if you, think, if you follow was, her on Instagram and Twitter, go ahead. I think there was a mistake, I think, because she's, yeah. she's on the raw roster page as well. So it's not just. Yeah. A, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Well, no, I mean, maybe it's fucking stupid mistakes like that, too, on top of this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just shows the fucking the dis- dysfunction that goes on in this fucking company every fucking day. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's um, not acceptable. I'm sorry. It's something as minuscule as that is fucking retarded. Yeah. That should never happen. Yeah. Never. So oh. that's just that's just really confusing. And the whole Nikki Cross thing now, we're hearing that this was her thing, right? What threw me off is that Nikki Cross first debuted as as like sanity, right? She had the sanity music. It was Nikki Cross. Sanity was awesome, by the okay. way. Yeah. Man, they're all they're all gone. <laughs> I know, but it was fucking um, awesome. Sad. Um, so she was sanity, and then she was the best friend of Alexa Bliss. Then she had country music, but was still dressed as sanity. Then she kind of changed her outfit a little bit with the country music. And now it's super Nikki, the female hurricane, the tornado, the make a wish hero. I don't know. Now, I respect the fact that she wants to have this quote unquote, I don't know, coming out of what what did she even say? Like, I I don't even know what she even explained that why she turned to this character of like faith and and you can do anything. And that's fine. But you don't need to do a dress as a superhero. Like you can do it being dressed as she was with the country thing and just have her speak in those ways. I think that unfortunately, no matter how good the storyline is going to be, she's not going to be take, taken seriously dressed as she is. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like Hurricane Helms, like it's funny. It's great. But you'll never take him to be a serious, credible champion. Yeah. Nikki Cross will never win a female, a singles championship dressed and in that persona, she just won't. Do you it think she would? Do you think she would have bef- in the other gimmick though? Because I, my personal opinion, I think any change. I wasn't really on board with Nikki Cross with what she was doing. I wasn't like invested in her. No. So I'm not. I'm not saying this change is what I was looking in, like envisioning. But like, I think it's a shot in the dark. And it, if it's if maybe she's kind of con- like, and no one should be content with it. But like, she's at a point where she's like, all right, they're never going to give me the strap. I might as well just take what I try to change it up because apparently this is her idea. Um, right. she, she presented this and <laughs> and they um, gave it her a shot with it. So I guess yeah. that, in a way that's kind of cool. But I, I just I think it's know. you look at like the, the the comedy acts of of WWE and like I mean they don't last forever, but like they also could, she's maybe she wants to make money while she can or try to get over in a, a different way. Fans are coming back soon. She might play with the 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 younger crowd and just kind of get over in that sense. I mean, it's you, sometimes you got to reach for the star. Like that's kind of corny to say, but like reach for whatever. Plausible, very plausible. And uh, I mean, she's a great she's a great worker, and I respect if that was her decision to go for that, and they kind of put their uh, fingerprints on it just to make it a little a, a little different, but. Uh, yeah, but creative also has to, I mean, and I hear that be, but creative also has to kind of come in and be like, hey, listen, let's level set with you. We can do this, but we can't do it dressing you up like this. Like there has to be that kind of give and take, it's right? Been done, like, it's been done before, she can, right? Exactly. You've seen it a million times. Yeah, she can She can make a really nice career and a living out of being this persona, doing all the Make-A-Wish stuff, putting, doing all the PSAs and stuff like that. You can do all that kind of stuff. That's great. You hug the kids, kiss them on the forehead, give them the fucking glasses, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, there's got to be like the both, right? If it's her idea to do this, creative's got to step in and also be like, hey, listen, let's do it this way. This with this, not this. Well, that's where I think like creative, <laughs> I bet you she brought something a lot different than they made her dress up in that fucking outfit. That's where I'm thinking like that. Oh, yeah. how, how do you accept that? Though? I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, Crazy Nikki was the best, man. 
Yeah, like original sanity, Nikki. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Like she, because yeah. that, that's yeah. a believable person that could win a title, you know, and have a run with it a little bit. You know what I mean? Because she's kind of like the crazy Mick Foley, mankind back in yeah. the day, female version. That, that's just the case of her leaving NXT and going to main roster. I think that's like, I mean, it's just almost like a given at this point. Um, we lost that careers, one. Careers get ruined. Out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, that was raw. So getting, I, getting getting promoted getting promoted to the main roster, Joey, is like. It's uh, it's the equivalent of you picking your next guy in line. You know, it's like a career killer. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're, you're next. You're next. Yeah. The guy. You know what's so <laughs> funny too? Like I just was, I was just thinking this week how before yesterday how much I loved Everrise too, and then that happened. So I, mean, I think it's kind of stop thinking about anybody. Don't don't do I'm not thinking. Yeah, I can't. Even, I didn't even say it out loud. I thought uh, I was thinking it. Yeah, don't man. think. Wait, 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 wait till, <laughs> wait till Bray, get, Bray gets released before Christmas. <laughs> He's gonna get released on Christmas. Um. Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, NXT was fun this week. Uh, we we finally got Diamond Mine boys. I think uh, something we were all in speculation of for the past however a month, two months, when however long they've been showing this stuff. Um, bad news. Mm-hmm. Roddy Strong. Yeah, he's back. Yes, he is looking good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he uh, aligned himself with uh, Tyler Rust. Yeah. Uh, another guy I'm not aware of. Who, I I don't know his name. I've seen him in like on. Like when they signed in some one of the uh Asian wrestlers they picked up and uh my boy Becky, I think it is something. okay. Um Malcolm Bivens. Perfect mouthpiece <laughs> for that group. Perfect. Yeah. Now <clears throat> um Roddy's aligned with another faction. I think this is perfect. I think mm-hmm. Rod, we were worried when Roddy left the UE. He's not a great he's we we expressed it. He's not great on the mic. Mm-hmm. He got his mouthpiece. He's not great as a solo guy. He got his faction. Mm-hmm. I'm back on board. I'm 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 okay with where Roddy is right now. <laughs> and, he'll be, and he'll be released next week. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, his his wife was. They'll, they'll they'll break up by the end of the month, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Marina Shafir was one of the ones released. That's his wife. So I mean, you never know. Um, but yeah, Tom, just thoughts on uh, Diamond Mine being what it is. We, I mean, people were speculating it was like a a, a raw underground type or a. Uh, we didn't know. We had no idea what it was. But now we 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 got the visual. What do you, what do you think? No, I mean, from right now, I'm on board. I mean. Obviously, it happened at the end of the show, so we didn't know what you know what it's all about. So I'm sure this week they'll come out and say you know what the whole thing's about. But no, I mean, definitely on board. And like you said, Bivens is the mouthpiece. It's gonna be awesome. Like you said, Roddy can't talk, <laughs> so but he can wrestle. Sure can. Oh no, it should be fine. I'm just curious to see who they're gonna go up against. Maybe like Hit Row or wherever. But no, it's good. Should be good, and I'm just excited to see where it's gonna go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm stoked. Um, Roddy, Roddy looked good. Shaved his head. He looks mm-hmm. a little different. Um, there's another thing that popped up, Jers, NJ3. Uh, this battery charging icon yeah. keeps popping up. Yes, and I was actually was hoping we were going to talk about this. Yeah, because it, it popped up last week or two weeks ago, and uh, it was just like at 1%, went up to like 10%. Last week, I believe it hit like 30%. Um, I have no idea what this is. And I don't know if there's been any uh, like dirt sheet stuff about it. I haven't seen anything. No one really knows. It's kind of like how Diamond Mine was like uh, leading up to. It. We didn't know. I thought they were kind of. I thought they were hand in hand. To be honest, I thought that was like <laughs> the battery charging was like leading up. Once it got to 100, they would show up. Whatever. But um, it's not. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> do you have? I mean, any? Do we have any inkling of what this could be? To be quite honest, I was really wrestling with this all week, and I was kind of trying to come up with something really good for today's show, yeah. and I got nothing. 
It's crazy. I really don't know who, who this could be and who this person or persons or man, woman, unidentified gender, or, whatever. Or what? Do you think it's definitely know. returning those years? Do you think it's definitely someone returning? I don't know if it's a return or a debut. I feel like it's got to be a debut. I saw a rumor that who it could be. I mean, it's just, you know, um, they have a thing who the people want it to be and what it might be. People think it might be uh, Keith Lee going back to NXT. Okay. That's one thing I saw, but they're saying the, rea- the reality might be what's the name Tegan Knox. So I don't know. Oh, that's okay. that's a, that's the only thing I've seen about it. So I don't know. Like it's a completely rumor. Nothing, you know. Obviously, not that I like Tegan. I like Tegan. I, just I love don't, Tegan, but that's... I don't know if the battery thing would be. I know that's yeah. So it's like wasting the. No, no I mean, I, I yeah, <laughs> I, I know that time you're delivering the news. Um, bad or good or bad in that case. <laughs> Indifferent. I was. I don't know about that one, but hey, not me. Yeah, I mean, whatever, but. Maybe, know. maybe, uh, maybe it's going to be something as silly as like, uh, you know, battery would charge hundred percent when we get full, full capacity crowd something simple as that. You know what I mean? We could I be overthinking this completely. That's, that's, that's yeah. a great point. I, I honestly thought it was like a well battery done. charging to like some, maybe a new arena or something like we don't even know. Yeah. It, it could be something simple as that. I, I just thought it was odd that they, they've been pressing this diamond mine thing and the battery kind of at the same time. So like usually they kind of like you, you let one go and then you start like a yeah. new one up. But like to have them both go at the same time is kind of weird. So uh, I'm thinking fully charged means like full, full crowd the energy in the arenas are legit. I think it might be that simple. But again, I'd be, I mean, any, any return or debut would be pretty cool with me if it's done properly. Obviously, it's always cool. Noodles, let me ask you, you drop some stupid shit sometimes. That actually made sense what you just said. So I'm actually fine. Thanks, man. <laughs> wow. Drop some that was, stupid that was shit. Bold. Maybe you should drink, maybe you should double up your nerve focus. It really mix, mix all three flavors together. I had, I got, <laughs> I got green, blue, and vodka today. So I, I thought it was good for you. But no, I'm just kidding. It's nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see what, what this is. I like having, I mean, NXT delivers in all, on all aspects. I said every week, uh, quality of matches, storylines, and they give us like these little speculation things, like the, the weird video packages that we were, were unsure of. And that's something that's missed today in all of wrestling. So, uh, good to see NXT kind of keeping up with that stuff. Uh, kind of sticking along with NXT. Um, we had mentioned last week. And uh, Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed did a dark match before SmackDown. Uh, some some would say it's a tryout for the main roster. Questions, obviously. Why aren't just watch the show? Whatever. Um, now on video, Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed had matches on main event. You could watch it on the network if you want. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to though, yeah. because <laughs> this guy Karrion came out looking like a fucking creator wrestler i mean he had his gear on but it's like that entrance was not the entrance um no scarlet no smoke no nothing no nothing it was nothing i know granted it's main event production isn't there but why even put him on tv you know what i mean kind of I I mean, so it's a waste of fucking everybody's time honestly yeah. and, so, and, and all, all it does is devalue the, the greatness of someone's character yeah. it's really all it does now we know we got to assume, right? We got to assume at this point, and hopefully we're not making an ass out of you and me, but if he did debut on the main roster, he would have the entrance. He would have... Scarlet. I mean, we would like to hope that. Yeah. We would like to hope that. Could Is it possible that... Noodles, I'll just think of you because you're talking. Is it possible that that it could not happen where they bring up uh, Bronson Reed. I didn't, I didn't get to see that. No one made a big deal about Bronson Reed. So I'm assuming it was just normal. Uh, what we normally see, but um, is it possible cross comes up? <clears throat> no entrance, no Scarlet. 
Sure, hell, hope not. And honestly, if they did, it wouldn't surprise me because they they do this shit all the time. Every every stud that they have down in NXT that they pretty much bring up to graduate gets lost in the shuffle. They don't do them. They do their characters a disservice. I'm tired of the fact that like they NXT is so big and so popular and is literally a legitimate show, and they pretend like it's nothing. They pretend like it doesn't even matter when they get up to the main roster. Like everything that they did there means jack shit. And I'm tired of that. And I'm sure we could all agree on the same thing that they've devalued their everything they've accomplished and all their abilities from NXT. And it's like they come up and they have to start over like they're jobbers. It's bullshit. Like what they did to Keith Lee was a disgrace, absolute disgrace. And it's like the only person I feel like that's ever went from NXT and went right to the show was fucking Kevin Owens. The only one they ever did right with for the most part. Karrion Cross, if he get, he gets brought up and goes to the main roster, he should be in the fucking title picture right off the gate. I take, I like and, it. and it won't happen. But it won't happen. He'll be fucking generic, generic number fourteen on your fucking creative character on on uh, the new video game. It's a bullshit. It's bullshit. We all know it. We all know it's coming. Jersey, I could I could bet you you know it's coming. After that, I mean, you gotta. It's definitely. I mean, before <clears throat> before seeing the main event thing, I I was kind of I was hopeful that he would be just the uh, just brought right up and like nothing's changed. I thought he, they they would look at him and that's see that's what should happen. Yeah, that's what should happen. It's it's like you're like treating people like they're stupid that to, to completely disregard how awesome someone is and dominating NXT, which is clearly the best wrestling in the world. The guy's the best character, the best, the most dominant champion. And he's going to come up and he's going to be a, a, a mid card. Like he's got to prove his stripes again. The fuck's the point? I'm just going to choose not to watch that main event. Even though yeah. I, I know it's there, I'm going to choose not to because I don't want to upset myself. Yeah. He got yeah, the win. I'm, he got I'm, the win over Shelton. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. But I'd love to know how the announcement went for. Oh, uh, who is this new guy? Carrying Crass? Yeah. Like. What what did he speak? cross? Did he bring it? Did he <laughs> yeah. did he bring his belt out at least? Or yes. no? Yeah, yeah, the belt. They had they had the the image of his name. It was an NXT champion. Like they acknowledged it, and he had his like. I don't like it. He had his like uh it. his gladiator skirt on, whatever you want to call it. I'm not sure. Like uh, the dre- the little thing he wears. Um, <clears throat> whatever. But I didn't see it, Joe. Did he, but did he, did he finish off Shelton Benjamin inside three minutes? Because he should have. I didn't see. I didn't watch the match. I just uh, saw the entrance. Yeah, it was very. It was. He, they played his music. No disrespect to Sheldon, but yeah, yeah, he should have. Um. So as we were talking, they're black all over again. Dude, I, 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 I just was about to say something. I d- it just came to mind as Nick, as news was talking. This is just a, a crazy speculation. Do you think we're gonna go back to releases quick? Alistair Black got released, right? Do you think <clears throat> he got released? In one of the reasons being is that they see this guy carrying cross very similar gimmick in NXT, and they see more in hope in him. Not that I'm saying they should, they should, but they more see stock in him, more stock in him, and that's why they let go of Alistair. They don't want two of the same on the on the main roster. Is that it's a possibility? Not, absolutely, absolutely is. <clears throat> it's not. It's not off base to think like that because they don't. That's their biggest thing. You don't want to pay the same money for the same person. I, yeah. Right. Um, but I, in my opinion, even though they have like that darkish character, like they, I feel like they couldn't be any more different. They wrestle totally differently they yeah. look different even though what is it just tattoos and like dark gimmick that's that's where they kind of have their com- i think that's where the comparison stops yeah like maybe, dude maybe i remember the watching nx like the same eeriness but like I yeah mean, you switch no, it up for sure yeah for sure but dude think about back to those nxt takeovers with with with, with alistair black 
And think about what Cross does at takeovers. I mean, yeah. To, to, I mean, I mean, listen, your thought spot on. I think you hit on the head, but just my opinion is I, I just, as a fan, I feel like they couldn't be any more different. Yeah. So I, I love carrying cross as much as all you guys, but let's be honest. I mean, as far as talent as, a, as an in the ring wrestler, I also black is better. Yeah. He has more capability. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. Cross is a monster and cross is great at what he does. Don't get me wrong, but to be able to have the ability to do different things, Alistair Black is the guy. Yeah. What a what a missed yeah. what a missed yeah. opportunity. Oh, what a miss! Disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. They strike out all the time, bro. They're like yep. the Mets. <laughs> Aren't you in first place though? You guys are in first place. Yeah, but they they fucking struck out ten times in a row yesterday, bro. Yeah. Ten times tying a major league record, and it should have been eleven. The fact that the guy let Alonzo hit the ball is fucking putrid. Substances, bro. Substance spin rate. Oh, fucking ridiculous! I was hot yesterday. I was there too. Nice. Were you at the? Were you in Tampa with the Islanders lost in Game Seven? Ah, uh, shit! <laughs> oh, that was let New York down again. What do you know? Yeah. Sons of bitches! Yeah. Oh, at least we wow. made it. How'd your Rangers do this year, bro? Rebuild. Whoa! Rebuild. Yeah, rebuild. All right. Rebuild. Yeah, we've been saying re- rebuild, for, been saying rebuild for a while. <laughs> two two years. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Twenty. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not as long as the 25 year rebuild for the Islanders. Yeah, right, well, right. look, look what the Islanders had to deal with for the last 25. We finally got. Dude, it's like it's like Carmelo Hayes and Adam Cole right here on the podcast. <laughs> Tommy just hit you with that slap. Ruthless uh, aggression. Aggression. Exactly. Well, the shot the Carmelo Hayes. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Um. Just moving along here. I mean, we got we. There's a lot to talk about, but uh, SmackDown last night, Friday night, boys. Edge is back. Noodles, your that's boy, a big one. Your your boy Edge is back. Big, big return, taking spots from the young the younger guys. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm certain certain guys you have to be okay with when that happens. though. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Let's let's be honest. Edge, Edge is one of them. Um, safe to say, I think me and Tommy talked about it before we got on here. Uh, Edge is lined up next for Money in the Bank or the a next title shot for Roman. Obviously it's written right there. Um, a lot of people jumping the gun rightfully so and saying that this is a perfect setup for Seth to be the, uh, the, he would ruin edges opportunity during that match to, to have their feud start and then go forward to SummerSlam and then Roman to, which I think makes, I think it's kind of like makes the most sense. It'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, I, I saw I, when I came home last night from work, I was on Twitter. I saw everyone saying that. So it was like very a, a, a consensus. Some It's as predictable as it could be. It just makes the most fucking sense. Right. I think it's just Seth Rollins edge would be insane. Am, fucking awesome. Dude, the lead wow. up. I've got, I just got chills thinking about it. At SummerSlam yeah. with all the fans there. Oof. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> So I know we, we had Roman versus Edge already in the triple threat. Daniel Bryan ruined that. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but now we we're, we're almost assuming we're going to get Edge versus Roman one on one. I think uh, it's great. I think it's great. It, it puts another stone in, in Roman's fucking mm-hmm. in, in uh, his gauntlet, whatever you want to call the the Thanos his thing, infinity right? Infinity gauntlet. His infinity gauntlet. <laughs> um, he's got to start wearing two gloves soon, right? So I mean, eventually it's going to happen. <laughs> But I was watching SmackDown last night. I know we, we can't always watch it live, so we have to watch clips. But there, it was the end of SmackDown, and um, Heyman was leading up to, like, saying no one else is left. And, like, what he Roman was going to do something. I didn't know what was going to happen. Then Edge came out. So he was like, we, we have no other choice but to. And then Edge came out. So I, I don't know what 
they meant by that. Were they teasing something? They, they were just kind of just letting, leading up to Edge coming out. After. Yeah, probably that. But if just say there was like just say Edge like after Edge, right? They're gonna have this promo again, and then that's I thought Cena was gonna come out last night. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, or he was gonna call out John Cena last night. I thought that was gonna be the thing, but uh, I don't he know. Told just, him to stay away, bro. They're taking they're yeah. taking his advice. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just hyped. I mean, we got fans back in a couple weeks. Roman versus Edge is like. That's money for me. I know we already saw the lead up with the with the money and the, uh, with the WrestleMania thing, but he Edge wasn't really the main part of it. We had Daniel Bryan come in, which is fine. But uh, I think we finally got the true build up to an Edge Roman match. I'm really excited for it. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait for fans to be back. I know a lot of uh, a lot of questions this week with Karrion Cross. Uh, the releases, uh, the women on Raw. There's still questions we have with WWE, but like my excitement level for the future of the summer, at least, is uh, is that is that a high? I think. Um, well, Roman, Roman, Roman's always there to save the day to keep us in, keep us in it. I'll tell you that because everything that's gone on with him over the last year has just been ridiculously amazing. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, we can't preface enough how much he's holding this company together right now, dude. It's insane. And Heyman, right. I mean, with Heyman too, I mean, it's just, it's special. It really is. Yeah. I, I mean, we talk about it all the time and we praise it, but I don't, I don't know if it, it will fully get its real due for years down the line to really appreciate how, how unbelievably special we're watching something right now. Yeah. And also while we get, um, Heyman and Roman, we also have Pat McAfee on the, on the commentary. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, guys just fucking. Dude, did you see what he did during the Boogs, uh, whatever, um, the, the, the coronation of Shinsuke as the king of WWE, what he was doing on the stage? And oh my God. I mean, on the on the announcer table. Bro. He's he's hysterical. Living he is game, hysterical. Yep. Hysterical. The best. Hysterical. It doesn't uh what that what that guy is capable of doing with a microphone is just remarkable. It really is, man. The personality he brings to the table, a very gifted human being. Seriously. Yeah, he's I I feel like I've heard on like multiple podcasts and multiple like things. Like people were warming up to him a lot, like people that weren't beforehand. And I heard I could have swore I heard someone say he could be like he can go down like he, people are comparing him to like a lot of people already. So like I mean Give him more time. I think he'd be one of the the better announcers. Like I look forward to SmackDown. When you look forward to watching SmackDown to hear an announcer, that's a for me at least. That's a good sign, bro. <laughs> I think it's like wild. I'm a big I'm a big McAfee guy before he even signed with WWE. So like oh yeah, same. But so I'm kind of biased in that sense. But I think just from what he, we've seen him do from NXT to SmackDown, dude's gold, bro. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully one day we get Adam Cole on the main roster and they can somehow bring that back to life and uh their f- little few that had an NXT. I think that's like a perfect uh, segue for that, but that's, we got some time, I think for Adam Cole. Yeah. Um, any, any last thoughts before we, uh, before we wrap up here, boys, uh, wrestling, we had ups and downs as usual. I think with WWE, we have uh dynamites tonight on Saturday, uh, jungle boy versus Kenny Omega for the, for the championship. Any, uh, any hope jungle for a uh, boy? jungle boy any, no, he's not gonna win. any chance no no no, no i mean listen i i don't think he's gonna win but i just can't wait to hear the theme music i love hearing it how does it go <laughs> oh um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good i'm not good at uh at that one i'm not gonna yeah. try it um they, i'm just all i know is I'm, I'm incredibly incredibly jealous of jungle boy being able to lay in the same bed as Britt baker that's all i know <laughs> oh i saw that picture it was great what up him <laughs> it could have it could have been you if you drank North Focus earlier in life. Maybe I'm about the same size as Jungle Boy. 
Was was there any other matches announced? Do we know? Um, I think is the TNT Championship on the line. Uh, <laughs> I don't, no, it's not. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I, the match. I don't know. <clears throat> All right, whatever. It's not here though. There. Um, Either way, Dynamite is tonight. Jungle yes, Boy Omega main that's, event. That's the biggest match there. there. Um, Saturday Night Dynamite. I'm, I'm 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 about that. I'll watch. That's cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, before we uh, wrap up your MVPs of the week, last week we had a little. Uh, a little flop, Tommy. Kind of messed that up. But it's all right. I don't know how Tommy did that, um, but it's all right. We're not, we're not going to try it again. Uh, no, no, Tommy. Didn't work out Tommy, well. you'll have to go first this week. Noodles is off the hook. <laughs> this week. I mean, God. I'm gonna say the debut of Diamond Mine. Perfect. Love it. Solid answer, Thomas. Chef's kiss. Solid. Chef's kiss. Uh, NJ three, MVP of the week. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Ricochet being in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricochet, it, it, this match, it's absolutely perfect for him. We're going to see great spots. It's The match is forming very nicely. So beat Ricochet AJ being Styles, in the match. Bro. Beat AJ Styles, bro. Wow. That is big. Shucky ducky. <laughs> it is good. And uh, Nikki Noodles, MVP of the week. Welcome back. I got two, man. I got uh, can't do that. Co MVPs. I got co MVPs, man. I got I got Riddle beating Drew McIntyre, and I got uh, Liv Morgan with a monster win over Carmella. Hopefully, she's you know somebody that uh, her or like Manny Rose gets a big opportunity here with the female Money in the Bank because uh, they need some fresh blood. They blew it with Eva Marie because that should have been the hands down winner of that. But however, I digress. Yeah, we'll st- we'll stick off that. Um, I'm I'm gonna double down with you on Riddle. I think. Uh, I mean, I don't. I Eating said, Drew McIntyre, bro, it's fucking crazy. It's huge. First of all, and clean, clean, clear. Yeah. His body of work for what he's been doing lately. I think he's never had one bad match on the main roster. No, think about think about all the people he's slayed during this time, bro. AJ Styles when he first started coming up, Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. now Drew. I mean, what do we? I mean, this is ridiculous now. So. I asked. The, I posed the question. Lashley to, beat Lashley. Yeah, huge. I posed the question to the the president of Paper Champion this week via text. Uh, I want to ask you guys this before we before we head off. Can can Matt Riddle be a champion? Be a heavyweight champion? While well, this the, the certain gimmick that he's running now, the the scooter riding, happy go lucky, like ditzy kind of character but also when he once that ring ring bell uh the bell rings he's a different breed he's a different yeah. breed i think this yep. character while being different and kind of quirky i think as champion could be almost like different but perfect at the same time what, what do, you, do you think that's like do we see him as a, a heavyweight champion down the line i'll take it I'll go yeah, first. Whatever, just I, I i think i think he can be i think he will be the champion i just don't know the staying power of that character for like a long title run um, with, with that, with that ability, just because we, we haven't really seen how the fans are going to react to that. Is it, can it get boring quick? You know I mean? Cause he does play kind of like a, how high kind of like silly guy or whatever, yeah. but he will get his opportunity to prove it one way or another. Cause he will be a champion sooner rather than later. Yeah. I think like his, just his work is like the ultimate baby face, man. I think it just kind of, it's killer in the ring. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, he's top five great love it wow that's 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 a that's that's a stamp of approval right there i mean i'll go next i mean i think everything that they've given him so far i think he's run with it in 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 you know huge right 
Um, the whole stoner funny gimmick thing, it's been hysterical backstage. He was a former U.S. champion. He lost the title to Sheamus. I mean, that's not a that's not you don't put your head down for that. Sheamus, a legend, is a legend. And you pair him up with the probably most unlikely person on the entire roster, Randy Orton, and it works and yeah. it works well and it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be everything they're trying with him is succeeding. So what better way to try something else and putting the belt on him at some point? You have to create stars eventually, right? Yeah. We we know the name Drew McIntyre. We know the name Bobby Lashley, um, and and, and these other set and um, you know AJ Styles, right? They've it's all a safe, it's a safe zone. It's a safe zone. But it's very safe. But yeah. what better way to try something, even for a short run, even a transitional champion, than someone like Riddle? I think it's it's something that you can't go wrong with because the fans are not going to hate it. Yeah, you might hate it as you being yeah. a, a you suck at your job, Vince McMahon, and, and creative yeah, writing. Yeah. <laughs> but the fans are the fans are going to embrace it. So. Merch will sell, and you'll get that pop. And you could always you could always go back to those guys, right? In, in a pinch, right? If you have to take a title off somebody where it didn't really pan out, but you could always the risk to take it and give somebody an opportunity to become a champion is always always should be on the table when you have that many star powers that can take it off if it's not working. You know what I mean? And you know, you know, you could always go back to that cycle. New, bring it back. New, bring it back. New. You know what I mean? If they choose to do that. And Newell's, you said before like how they there's been like a hand like you can put on one hand how many guys they've brought up from NXT that they've done right. I think Riddle is a, yeah. one of those guys along with KO. Yeah, those are two, uh, two yeah. clearly two of the best ones that they, they, they've done, and it's they've a, botched, butch, butchered, botched, and destroyed many, many great ones. Yeah. yeah, but I just figured like, just to throw that in there. Riddle's been treated right. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I totally forgot about that. So yeah, uh, episode sixty-one, boys. Um, a lot, of, a little tangent at the end, but uh, Matt Riddle's a, a we're a big fan of Matt Riddle, so uh, shout out to him. Um, like I said earlier, find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, anywhere you can download podcasts. Uh, Nerd Focus link in the bio on our social medias. Code ND twenty at checkout for twenty percent off. And everyone, as always, take care, stay safe, watch pro wrestling.